2: On a Thursday morning, it is time once again for Southern Fried Sports on your home for University of Alabama Athletics. Tide 100.9 FM. Travis Reyer, Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com, with you each and every weekday morning from 11 a.m. until noon. The show, as always, brought to you by Peterbrook Chocolates here. Out there at 1530, McFarland Boulevard North in the Indian Hills section of Tuscaloosa. Boy, this uh, feedback's killing me, Jacob. Uh, Peterbrook Chocolatier, of course, in its 14th year out there in the Indian Hills section of Tuscaloosa. Also, getting you ready for another Valentine's Day. spectacular out there at Peter Chocolatier. They can take care of you, 205-752-0211. Not too late to go ahead and get those pre-orders in. I mean, the weekend is basically upon us. And we know that significant other, with the way Valentine's Day is positioned this year, it's going to be a weekend, weekend-long deal. You're not escaping it. And you don't want to. Treat that special someone to Peter Brook Chocolatier. Joined on the program by the aforementioned Jacob Harrison, who together we combine to form the 60 bit a of Sports Talk Radio. Uh, Jacob, how are you doing? I mean, you know, that weather was a tease. We talked about this yesterday. And old man winter, he's going to rear his ugly head one more time at least, it looks like here.
1: Yeah, homeboy's having some mood swings, so I'm fierce. I mean, (laughs) yesterday was just amazing. What is this nonsense?
2: (laughs) One big tease is all it was. That's all it was. You know, and it fooled the azaleas at uh, Casa de Rire. We've got those encore azaleas, as my relatives up in Walker County call them, azaleas. And uh, they were thinking it was time to go ahead and bloom. And mid to, I guess, early to mid February. We're already seeing some some blooming on those Encore Zayas and they're about to get just absolutely clubbed by this cold front that's pushing through. But it is still mid-February in Tuscaloosa. We are due for some cold weather, and here it comes once again. 205-342-9904 is the Peter Brook Chocolatier studio line. If you'd like to jump on board with us on a Thursday morning, we would love to hear from you. We're going to talk some college basketball, some college hoops that certainly impacted the Alabama men's team last night. We told you to keep your eyes and ears to the west, northwest, I guess, a little bit when you talk about Oxford, Mississippi. And lo and behold, Ole Miss last night thumps Missouri, second place Missouri there in the SEC. Ole Miss does some handiwork for the Alabama Crimson Tide, puts a smackdown on the visiting Tigers. And with that, Alabama moves back ahead by three games in the loss column. At this point, it just has the feel, and I guess even mathematically, when you look at it with what's left in this regular season, just take care of the home games if you're Alabama at this point, and you're going to be golden. You know, there's no tiebreaker, by the way, when it comes to. The regular season title. If you have two teams that are tied with identical conference records, they're both conference champs. But if those two teams play just once, then the tiebreaker comes into play as far as SEC tournament uh, seating. And so, you know, that could be an issue whether you're talking about Missouri, whether you're even talking about Arkansas down the road. Alabama still has Arkansas in Fayetteville on February the 24th. So still some scenarios in play when you talk about the potential for tiebreakers. But given how the league has been so volatile, really once you get past Alabama, uh, yeah, you think if this team takes care of business at home and you look at the upcoming home games, I mean, Georgia on Saturday. Georgia comes in here Saturday afternoon after an eight-point loss last night up in Knoxville to Tennessee. That's going to be a 2.30 tip on Saturday afternoon at Coleman Coliseum, by the way. That game will air on the SEC Network. You've got Vanderbilt at home. And Vanderbilt going through the doldrums like no other time in my lifetime, I don't think, for Vanderbilt men's basketball. And then you're going to have Auburn. In here to cap the regular season. So take care of just your home games at this point with a three-game lead in the loss column. And for the first time since 2002, you're talking about your SEC men's basketball champions. Um, Interesting to note, too, from a scheduling perspective, something to keep an eye on in the next week as it relates to this Alabama team. Florida and Texas A&M, was set for Saturday in College Station. The SEC announced this morning that that game has now been postponed due to COVID issues within the Texas A&M program. Why is that important? If you're an Alabama fan, well, Alabama's supposed to go to College Station itself next Wednesday, so we'll see. Might not be the worst of things, right, for an Alabama team beat up, been through the grind, Uh, get a week, midweek game, maybe off, perhaps we'll see. They still might be able to get it in, I guess, but just something to be aware of here as we move through the coming days. Uh, a game you'd like to kind of render meaningless is that Arkansas game again on February the 24th. Again, you only see Arkansas once hogs are seven and four in league play and it's the first, that game will be the first of back to backs on the road. That's a midweek game against Arkansas, and then you get Mississippi State and Starkville uh, that following Saturday. 205-342-9904 is the Peterbrook Chocolatier studio line. If you would like to check in with us, you are more than welcome to do so. We're going to get foodie at the bottom of the hour. I mean, the name of the show is Southern Fried Sports. We're supposed to get pretty foodie on here, aren't we? Yeah! Absolutely. I don't think Jacob Harrison has any problem when we go foodie. Uh, Try to just sort of liven things up a little bit. It's not exactly a slow news cycle right now. After all, right here in Tuscaloosa, as we've talked about, Alabama men's basketball. You've got softball for Alabama cranking up. Big event out in Austin, Texas coming up this weekend for Patrick Murphy's club. Weekend after this, we're going to have Alabama baseball on campus. Brad Bohannon's Uh, Third squad, third nine, I guess we could refer to it as. Coming up, looking forward to that. So there's plenty going on, but um, not a bad time of year to have a little fun either. We're going to do that with Bob Carlton of AL.com. Bob recently there at AL.com had a really fun piece on those snapper throats over at the Bright Star in Bessemer. Come on, you've been to the Bright Star. Who hasn't? Been there over 100 years uh the bright star of course known for its outstanding fare and those snapper throats chief among those items that you can access really unique from that standpoint you just don't see a lot of places that offer you the snapper throats but bright star has done it for many many years and as bob carlton pointed out in a recent article a recent piece of his at al.com nate oates alabama men's basketball coach big big fan of the snapper throats and so we'll talk snapper throats and nate oates with bob carlton coming up at the bottom of the hour bob also did we're gonna ask him about this too bob did a really neat feature on former alabama offensive lineman kareem mcneil back in i think it was 2019 that Bob did that profile of Kareem and Kareem of course a really good offensive lineman in the Gene Stallings era a member of a national championship team in 1992 uh, went on to become a starter big piece of that really really good 1994 team unfortunately Kareem involved in a car accident uh, that left him paralyzed from the waist down But Kareem very inspirational In terms of what he's gone on to accomplish uh, Faculty member out there at Shelton State uh, And unbeknownst to a lot of people At least until Bob profiled Kareem a couple of years ago Absolutely a maestro of the cheesecake confectionery items in general But the cheesecake for Kareem McNeil Bob profiled along with Kareem a couple years ago. We'll ask him about that as well. Look forward to having Bob coming on at the bottom of the hour. As far as Alabama football is concerned, Hank South, our recruiting analyst there at BamaOnline.com yesterday, you probably saw the update. Really good stuff from Hank who had the opportunity to go in depth with Yese Toa Toa, the father of, of Tennessee linebacker Henry Toa Toa, who as we know, has entered the transfer portal after two seasons up in Knoxville. Toa Toa, one of the more talented linebackers in all of college football, made an impact immediately upon arrival at UT, has been a fixture with that Tennessee defense each of the last two seasons, And looking for a new home, and as you recall from the Alabama perspective, back during the recruitment of Henry Toa Toa, it appeared there, as it came to a close, Alabama was in prime position to land the services of Henry Toa Toa. It didn't work out that way. Instead, it was Jeremy Pruitt, former Alabama assistant, that was able to get Toa Toa To Tennessee, but now with Pruitt out, Henry Toa Toa looking for a new home. And again, Hank South, if you haven't already, go to BamaOnline.com. Really an amazing, amazing interview Hank had with the SA Toa Toa. And essentially, based on Mr. Toa Toa's comments, Nick Saban, in addition to serving as the head football coach at the University of Alabama, where he has won six national championships. It reads like Nick Saban's become the family advisor now to the Toa Toas on what the path should be for Henry moving forward. And not so much even that there's interest, obviously, from Alabama in Henry Toa Toa, but just in helping him sort of map out you know, the next year or so, even if he doesn't come to Alabama, Based on Mr. Toa Toa's comments to Hank South, you know, Nick Saban has told the family, look, Henry has one more year of college football, in the opinion of Nick Saban. And it's hard to argue with that. Toa Toa has a few holes in his game. You know, if anything, maybe he's a little too aggressive, a little out of control at times, but he has those critical factors that NFL people look for in an inside linebacker, and it starts with athleticism. This is a guy that can go sideline to sideline. He's going to eventually become a better player in coverage. Uh, Those things are going to become more and more polished. It was interesting because Yese Toa Toa in the interview with Hank South says, we made a mistake. Point blank. Comes right out and says it. Should have gone to Alabama all along. And don't want to make that mistake twice. So, based on the father... It sounds as if, if given the opportunity and things work out from the NCAA and SEC levels, uh, Henry Toa sounds ticketed for Tuscaloosa. Now, again, there's some of that red tape you're going to have to work through here. You know, the anticipation was that the NCAA would pass the one-time transfer rule in January, and that didn't happen. And so now that has been pushed back to April. And it's wait and see mode now for the Toa Toas as far as what they might do next. And uh, yes, a Toa Toa speaks to the potential of maybe Ohio State if it doesn't work out, where Henry can transfer within the within the uh, within the league with that one time rule. And so we'll see how that goes. But uh, good stuff. And we'll get into maybe some more as we move throughout the show. Henry Toa Toa in the Alabama defense, if it comes down to it. How about Henry Toa Toa and uh, Christian Harris together at the inside linebacker spots in 2021? Oof. Hey, let's head to the Peter Brook Chocolatier studio line right now at 205-342-9904. Check in with Tom, with Donald, and Pat on deck. Tom, how you doing? Travis, what's going on? It's going on. It's going <laughs> on. You doing all right? I, I'm doing
3: good. Um, I was calling about Hank's article. I read it earlier this morning. And I got gotcha. you. I, I, I think that uh, that that could be one of the most effective recruiting tools ever in the history of recruiting. I, you know, we made a mistake. What? and we're
2: not going to make it twice. <laughs> Tom, I've I've talked to a lot of parents. You know, I've covered recruiting extensively. It's been a while, but I've done it. I've read a lot of recruiting updates. But that was one of the darndest updates I think I've ever read. I've
3: never seen and, anything like it,
2: Travis. And you're right. I mean, it is just like gold. Uh, and, well, and, you know, look, I mean, the guys won seven national championships, so it might make sense to – heed his advice or or hitch your wagon to his, but I, it was it was just fascinating on multiple it levels It really Deir, was Deir here's the thing, though, you, yeah. you brought up a point that I think
3: that is outstanding uh, as far as recruiting is concerned, and that is, here's a guy, that, quoting uh, the father, here's mm-hmm. a guy that really has the best interest of the player at heart. Uh, he told us that it would be better to stay if they don't pass this rule. It would be yeah. better to stay and play because you're going to be gone after one year anyway because yeah. you're that good. And then on, on top of that, uh, you got the guy saying that, you know, we should have trusted him all
2: along, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, it's gold. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen a lot. I've heard a lot. I don't think I've seen anything or heard anything like that. So, um, yeah, it it's, 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 it's something else when you consider again, Saban has assumed almost family advisor role. And he right. still might have to coach. He might, in the way he's advising the guy, he still might have to coach against him another that,
3: that, That's so dang weird. <laughs> yeah. So weird.
2: But uh, I, yeah. I
3: really think, though, a lot of things that has transpired, and, and it seems like it's coming out more and more and more to the character of Coach Saban. Do you agree? I mean, you, we're starting to see some things that, that goes against the early narrative of coach Saban. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're starting to see things that maybe he's made some changes. I don't know, but we're we're seeing things that uh, come out that speaks to what a high character individual he
2: is. Well, I mean, the resume speaks for itself largely at this point, you know, maybe Nick Saban at Michigan state, it, it, it would be different, but he's at a point in terms of, what he's accomplished that he he really doesn't need to be anyone or anything but himself and what he wants his program to, to represent. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fascinating. No doubt about it. Anything else for his time? Yeah. Great job.
3: I I love that website and, uh, uh, and, and some really good writers on that I know you're affiliated I'm not saying it just because you're on the radio or anything But uh, Hank does a great job
2: He does Hank, Tim, yeah, Charlie They they're they they do an outstanding job I really enjoy working with those guys Hey Tom, we appreciate you, you calling, Travis, man. Thank you Take care, there he goes Tom talking Toa 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 talk with Tom On a Thursday Donald, what do you got for us next up here On Southern Fried Sports? Donald checked out. It sounds like. What about Pat? Pat, you there? Hello. Hey Pat, how you doing? Yeah, Pat's
4: here. Can you hear me?
2: I got you, man.
4: Hey, man. That uh, hey, that was a fantastic article. That uh, hey, just like Coach says, if hey, if you're like not talking about you, hey, you're not relevant. And they're always talking about Coach Saban and what a fantastic article. But I want to talk about Elijah Brown. We've missed out. On big time tight ends the last few, few cycles. And we got a, well, I think we got a good serviceable tight end. I, you know, but I see that tomorrow we have a shot at a six foot five, 230 pound tight end that has the frame to put on another 30 pounds and not lose any speed. Do you hear what I'm saying? His name's Elijah Brown, and he's out of Wayne, our dog, uh, Dayton,
2: Ohio. And you're right. He does have a college commitment date set for tomorrow, and he is very much one of Alabama's top targets. And it is definitely a position of need because not just with Miller Forrestall moving on, you do bring back Jalil Billingsley, but you know, the potential is there for Billingsley to perhaps be a three and out. Guys like uh, Major Tennyson are going to be moving on. Uh, Kendall Randolph has saw, has worked at that position extensively. He's on his way out in the not-too-distant future. So you got a couple of young tight ends that have come in here, and Robbie Oots and also Caden Clark, but you got to continue to think about the next cycle. Alabama's missed on a couple of tight ends in recent years, so it'll be interesting to see if the four-star Elijah Brown yeah, gets on board. It,
4: it, especially one that just uh, that was in the portal that just committed to Florida to replace their great tight end, and uh, Eric Gilbert. You know, yeah, one Gilbert. But uh, but anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. That Elijah Brown for our listeners that tomorrow is going to be uh, a, a chance to kind of pay a little attention. That a uh, hey, Coach Saban, the great closer. Is uh, at work again, and know. Uh, that uh, let's see if perhaps I hope that perhaps this time he's going to close the deal. As we yep. say, yep. What do you think?
3: All right. Well, Pat, I, we appreciate I, the I, call. I, my according
4: man. to Hank South, Hank says that uh, he, he's pretty sure about it. So we'll see. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, hey, have a blessed day, Travis, and a uh, hey, great show, man. Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: Thanks, Hank. Oh, excuse me. Thanks, Pat. Yeah, we're talking so much about Hank. Uh, Hank does. Hank South Alabama Online. His uh, crystal ball prediction for the aforementioned Elijah Brown, the 6'5, 230 pound tight end, four star out of Dayton, Ohio, is for the Alabama Crimson Tide tomorrow. So we'll see. Going to head to a break and we come back. More of a Thursday edition of Southern Fried Sports right here on Tide 100.9 FM right after this.
1: From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by SunSouth John Deere, the preferred tractor equipment for Alabama athletics. Visit sunsouth.com or any of their 21 locations across the southeast. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Tonight, Alabama women's basketball returns to action as the Crimson Tide welcomes in Ole Miss to Coleman Coliseum at 6 p.m. for the Power of Pink and Play for K game. Head coach Christy Curry previews tonight's matchup.
3: It's a team that's fought through adversity. It's a team that's continuing to improve. It's a team that nobody wants to play. Um, You know, Shakira Austin was player of the week, co-player of the week in the SEC. Madison Scott was picked more times freshman of the week than anybody, got that award this week. They're a dynamic duo at the 4-5 spot, just kind of like Jazz and Araya. So you're going to see two talented front courts match up here tomorrow night, and it's going to be interesting to see who can Who can come out on top? I'll have more in a moment. Have you priced a new John Deere tractor lately? SunSouth John Deere has a full line of affordable lawn and tractor equipment this season. SunSouth John Deere has an affordable roster for everyone, from riding mowers to utility vehicles and lots of tractors. Stop by any of the 21 locations across Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, or visit sunsouth.com to find out what is right for you. Any budget, any project,
1: SunSouth has you covered. Proud to be the preferred tractor equipment dealer of the Alabama Crimson Tide side. Join us Thursday afternoon for Crimson Drive, presented by Regions Bank on the CTSN Facebook page. Streaming live at 2 p.m. Central, we'll have conversations with women's basketball head coach Christy Curry, plus a full preview of Alabama softball and comments from Nate Oates, John Petty Jr., and Dana Duckworth. That's Crimson Drive, presented by Regions Bank. And that's your Bama update. Crimson Tide Today brought to you by SunSouth John Deere. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network.
0: Cloudy with period of rain this afternoon,
1: maybe a thunderstorm in spots, the high 60.
0: For tonight and tomorrow, cloudy and colder, some light rain at times. Below we'll tonight, 41. The high tomorrow, 48. Saturday, rain during the morning. Clouds linger through the afternoon. The high, 45. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9. For more coverage of Alabama football, visit us at tide100.9.com or download the free Tide 100.9 app. The Crimson Tide
3: Country club, either this is LA. All I wanna do is have a little fun before I die. There's a man next to me out of nowhere. He says his name is William. I'm sure he's been
5: back
2: with more of a Thursday. Southern Fried Sports right here on Tide 100.9 FM. Travis Ryder Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com with you each and every weekday morning from 11 a.m. until noon. Yeah, it just gets wilder and wilder with Nick Saban, doesn't it? And we talked about yesterday sort of the separation he had continued to gain on the likes of Coach K and Tom Izzo and other great coaches and college team sports in the current era. And now he's a family advisor to guys he still might coach against. Interesting part with Toa Toa too is that according to his father, he had established a relationship with Ohio State linebackers coach Al Washington. And Al Washington has been right in the middle of the defensive coordinator search for Josh Heupel in Tennessee there with that new staff in Knoxville. And according to Go 247 this morning, Al Washington has decided to stick with the Buckeyes. So that could be impactful for Toa Toa on a couple of fronts. If the Vols had been able to pull off the Washington hire, maybe, maybe there's more of a likelihood that Toa Toa could do an about face and exit the portal and stay right there on Rocky Top. But Toa Toa's dad also mentioned in that update with Hank South of BamaOnline.com, again, the relationship that has developed with Washington. If the SEC doesn't go along with the NCAA and what is expected to happen in April and offer up that one-time transfer rule, um, maybe Ohio State becomes more of a possibility for henry toa toa because mr toa toa sounds like uh henry isn't gonna be playing back home on the west coast does it sound like it's gonna be sc possibility of oregon mario cristobal but it sounds like it's alabama or fall back to say an ohio state maybe for henry toa toa Going to step aside for another break when we come back. Bob Carlton, Snapper Throats and Nate Oates. Among the topics we'll go over with Bob Carlton. longtime contributor in the world of culture with an emphasis on food. If you haven't already, Bob with that, that great piece on the Snapper Throats. Sort of the evolution of the Snapper Throats at the Bright Star. And the affinity, the developing, the love affair. That has come about between Nate Oates and those snapper throats. We'll do that with Bob and a whole lot more when Southern Fried Sports returns on a Thursday, presented by Peterbrook Chocolatier right after this. 30, 30. You're listening to Southern Fried Sports
0: with BamaOnline.com senior analyst Travis Ryer on your home for Alabama sports, tied 100.9 and streaming on the Tied 100.9 app.
2: edition of Southern Fried Sports right here on Side 100.9 FM and look it's right in the title of the show, Southern Fried. So you knew at some point we were going to get around to Southern Fried Snapper Throats and that's where we're at today as we welcome a staple of Alabama culture and food and Uh, all those things we love about this state done a great job documenting and reporting and giving us the heads up in so many of those areas throughout the years the one the only bob carlton of al.com bob i don't want to give away your age but i mean how many years are we talking about now that you've been doing what you do so well well i've
5: actually uh, been uh, started at the Birmingham news as a Summer intern in nineteen seventy nine. So coming up, uh, in May will be forty two years. I've been I've been here. Uh, wow. Probably the last ten to twelve years, I've been writing a lot about food. But you know, as as all people have, I've, I've bounced around a lot. But uh, but I've been been here forty two years altogether. Coming
2: up on forty two. Now you've done some movie reviews in your time too, right?
5: Yeah, that was that was uh, back in the day, probably mid '80s, mid to late '80s so about eight, late '90s, early two thousand, early two thousand, I guess.
2: All right, so you're more than qualified to answer this question: best sports movie of all time. Bob Carlton's number one sports movie
1: of all time.
5: Well, I mean, it kind of transcends sports, and it's real corny, I know, but one movie that I I go back to all the time is uh, Field of Dreams. Mm. And uh, I've actually, uh, I'm such a Field of Dreams nerd that I've been to the real Field of Dreams on three separate occasions. And wow. uh, the first time was, was really magical we uh, I'm going down a rabbit hole here, but we drove uh we went to I used to go on a baseball trip every year, and uh on that particular trip, we went to Lambeau field the night before to see a Packers game. It was in the summertime, so you know I didn't get the frozen tundra experience, <laughs> but uh, anyway, we were just gonna like drive to Madison and spend the night. this was pre you know, cell phone days and pre, you know, booking hotels online and all that. And so, anyway, we couldn't find a hotel that night and we kept driving, kept driving. Well, we ended up driving up to the Field of Dreams and parking our car outside the Field of Dreams and waking up, you know, sleeping in our car and waking up and, uh, you know, we had the baseball field in front of us and the house uh, overlooking the field. It was just a magical experience, so. I always joke that we uh, went the distance that night and <laughs> drove to the Field of Dreams. So. I, I don't awesome. give short answers, so that that was my no. long answer to your question. <laughs> but oh, we I like it. Bull Durham a lot too. That's another another favorite.
2: Um, I remember the I'm, I'm the noticing some of Costner, some Costner influence yeah. now. He's you done. Know, 10, he's 10, done a lot. Of, he's done. He's done so many sports movies, right?
5: Ken Cup is another
2: good one, man. That's a really yeah. good one. You can just stick with Costner pretty much, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh what we love here recently is that in the middle of this chase for the first SEC men's basketball championship in a long time for the Alabama Crimson Tide, Bob Carlton got down to the really important matters <laughs> at hand. That of course being snapper throats and the affinity for them by Alabama men's head basketball coach Nato's. How did you uh, become aware of this affinity, and 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 where did it go from there?
5: Well, first of all, I want to say Travis that we should be uh, if, if we had done this right, we would be doing a live remote right now at the Bright Star, sitting in the Bear Bryant Booth, <laughs> having Absolutely, throats. absolutely, <laughs> but. So next time, let's do that. But no, um, you know, if, you, if you're probably well aware, I occasionally will do a, a kind of a deeper dive um, into the story behind some classic or unusual Alabama dishes. Like I did, the one of, one of the ones I did last year was the uh, pork and greens at um, Saul's Soul Kitchen in Avondale. And you know, I just kind of go into the little, in the history behind it. And one of on my on, on my list is uh, always been the snapper throats at at the Bright Star for a couple of reasons. One, you know, Bright Star is, is famous for them because they're one of the few places that actually serves them. And then the other is, you know, it's kind of a uh, is not kind of, but it is a very unusual dish and. uh You know, I wanted to try to explain a little bit about what they are and how they, Bright Star discovered them. And anyway, in the course of my reporting, uh, Andreas, uh, the chef at the Bright Star, had um, mentioned to me uh, that Greg, that I'm sorry, that uh, Nate Oates, I I was about to say uh, Greg Byrne, because he's a big fan of the Bright Star too, but uh, Nate Oates, was a big fan of the snapper throats. And he said, uh, oh yeah, he's probably eaten here like 25 times and he gets the boiled snapper throats every every time. He gets the boiled, not the fried, because he's a little bit more health conscious. So anyway, uh, I uh, emailed uh, our friend Michael Casagrande, that, who you know who's a beat writer for AL.com, Alabama beat writer, and said, hey, uh, here, NATO's the big Fan of the Royal Snapper Throws at the Bright Star. I'm doing a story on them. Uh, any chance I could hop on one of his uh, press Zoom calls and ask him about it? And he said, Sure, I think he's having one tomorrow. Um, I'll send you a link. And he did. And it was the Friday before the Missouri game. And uh, it was, you know, right at the end of the press conference, I was I jumped in and asked him about him. He he was I think he was a little bit surprised <laughs> <because> <laughs> Snapper Throats question. But uh, I did preface my remark by saying that uh if I may ask you a non basketball question, but um he actually uh waxed very eloquent about the snapper throats and uh as uh our, our mutual friend Cecil Hurt tweeted he that was his longest answer to the <laughs> any of the questions he got that day.
2: So um, and just, the, the snapper throats, I think it's just hard for some people initially to get past, right? The, 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 it's hard for them to wrap their culinary heads around the fact that this is such a great piece of the fish to start with.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Carl Thomas, who is the actual butcher who, sets who, all the snapper for the Bright Star. He's been there since 1979. And um, he, he did a very uh, good job explaining to me, as did uh, Greg Abrams, who is the fish supplier for the Bright Star. You know, any piece of meat that uh, is near a bone, has got more flavor to it. It's got, you know, it's like a steak, you know, a bone-in steak has got more flavor than one that's not. And so you have this bone on the snapper throat, and so that meat around the uh, the throat... Is is a, is a lot sweeter than, uh, or tastier, more flavorful, flavorful than the, uh, than the other shnut, rest of the snapper. Is as, as Carl said, you know, it's hard to explain because it's the same fish, but it's a much better tasting piece of the fish than than the actual
2: fillets are. So you know, when we talk about the state of Alabama, and we are so fortunate from a culinary aspect i mean we've got the gulf producing what it does i know we both are big big fans of 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 what we get from the barbecue perspective if you had to if you had to pick between a meal in the state of alabama whether it was seafood or barbecue uh would you be able to make that choice which way would you go between the two because uh they're so so good
5: Yeah, it'd be a tough choice. I'd probably have to go barbecue, though. Uh, Mm -hmm.
2: I'm just more of a barbecue
5: guy um, than a seafood guy. I mean, I don't get me wrong, I do love our fresh seafood, but I'd go barbecue, and you probably know, uh, if you know me well, you know where I'm going to lean when it comes to barbecue. Uh, (laughs) um, Again, it's, you know, you could do a top ten list, but... uh, Number 1 on that list will be right down in your neck of the woods, Archibal's. Uh, so fact, I was going to We have a pregame ritual uh basketball during basketball season. I uh, have uh I'm a basketball season ticket holder and uh we try to go by Archibalds most every home game. We don't do it every home game, uh but you know, get a I used to get the mixed plate where you get the sliced pork and uh, three or four ribs, but uh, lately, the last couple of years, I've just been going with a rib plate. I mean, the rib, yeah, rib plate, and getting a you know, small plate, and I always wash it down with an ice cold grape coke. I mean, Absolutely, it's and barbecue is just like it's the perfect combination. Grape coke goes well with hot dogs too, I might add, but, uh, but it also does great with barbecue
2: too. You know, we, we've got a lot of great stuff here, but I don't know if we have the chili dog game in Tuscaloosa, like some other places Uh, around the state, Bob, or the dog in general.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Where, where, where is the dog place? We might have
2: to, we might have to, we might have to go in together on a dog place, Bob. (laughs) What do you think? That's something we could do here. Yeah. Yeah. Something to consider.
5: Well, uh, speaking of Tuscaloosa East, um, you know, I'm going down to the game tomorrow, and I heard, I don't know if you've had a chance yet, this new place in Northport. Is it called Ross? R O L F?
2: It's, it's a L-E-F. German place, right?
5: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, haven't been there hey. yet, but I've heard some really good things, Bob. Well, I might have to check it out tomorrow. Sir. See if they got the real schnitzel, right?
5: Yeah, yeah, it sounds like they do. It sounds pretty, uh really authentic. It, it used to be a food truck is my understanding. I, you probably know a little bit more about it than me. That's, but, that's yeah, what I've heard
2: too. Yeah, yeah. And uh sticking with the Alabama and uh, food theme, I know you profiled Kareem McNeil, the former Alabama oh, yeah. offensive lineman a little while back, and I think some folks might be surprised if they haven't already learned. I think plenty of people around here do know because Kareem's, cheesecakes have been accessible throughout the area, but uh, uh, the former Alabama offensive lineman is putting out some, has put out some really good stuff from that perspective.
5: Yeah. Um, you know, the, the how I discovered that story, um, there's a great restaurant um, in Tuscaloosa River and um, I had been there to eat, and I noticed on the menu they had Kareem's Cheesecake. They didn't, you know, it didn't say cheesecake. It said Kareem's cheesecake. So I said, uh, so I started asking, you know, asking them about it, and they told me it was Kareem McNeil that played for Alabama. And I said, oh, that's great. And I thought, former football player who makes cheesecakes. I mean, (laughs) you know, that that story is already ready-made, you know. And um, so I got up with Kareem and you know, he's just got a great inspirational story, you know, he was involved in a car accident when he was um, I think it was between his junior and senior year at Alabama and he was paralyzed and you know, he's been in a wheelchair ever since and um, but as a young man he, he told me that you'll appreciate this, but as a young man he growing up in Tuskegee he used to watch um Julia Child and Justin Wilson's cooking shows. are on T. Yeah. Back <laughs> back what we used to call educational TV, you <laughs> know. <laughs> and uh and then when he went to Alabama and he was in Bryan Hall and he had I think he said he had a hot plate and a fry daddy in his in his room and he would cook like fried chicken or catfish or, or whatever and so, but then years later, he, as an adult, he was watching Paula Deen's show one time and uh, on the Food Network, and she was making cheesecakes, and he said, oh, you know, I've always liked cheesecakes, so I'm going to try to make them, and it took him a few years to, to get his recipe down pat, but, um, so he started making cheesecakes. In fact, he you flung a craven on me. I may have to call him after we hang up and uh, <laughs> order one for my sweetheart for Valentine's Valentine's Day. That'd be absolutely. You need to do it for your wife too. So,
2: but you, I you know. got the chocolate. I, I, you got the chocolate. Well, connection. you know, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, if, 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 if yeah, as crazy as this sounds, if I give her Peterbrook chocolates here, <laughs> I, I might as well give her a, like a rolling pin. You know, I think that's. <laughs> kind of the equivalent. I mean, she, yeah, she loves it, but yeah, yeah. yeah I know what yeah, you're saying, yeah. though. But the yeah. cheesecake might not be a bad idea. We've Just got say, some good yeah. cheesecake around here. Yeah. Hey, Bob, yeah, but, we appreciate the time, my man. Great, great stuff. Uh, love the work. Big, big fan. Keep up. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, a foodie, kind of like you, so it, it's right down my alley, everything you do.
5: Well, I, I'm honored to be on. I'm a long-time and loyal listener to the uh, built by Bama Online Podcast. So, uh, all right, it's, it's, we uh, appreciate so it's that. Good to, good to be on, on with you here today on Southern Fried Sports. I appreciate it. Call I me mean, anytime now, you want to talk food or whatever. Oh, no, we're, so. we're
2: gonna we're gonna do it again. Don't worry about that. Absolutely, let's, absolutely. Let's get we together will. for lunch one day in Tuscaloosa. So. let's do it. Absolutely, plate of ribs sounds good. My cardiologist, not so much. But yeah, we'll still do that. And All hopefully right.
5: we'll get to see a drive-by trucker
2: show One day soon Oh, We'll do that too We'll do that All too right, Bob man. Appreciate take the time, care. take care There he goes, All Bob right. Carlton AL.com, an absolute favorite Gonna step aside for a final break And we come back, we'll put a wrap on a Thursday edition Of Southern Fried Sports Right here on Tide 100.9 FM Right after this If you Cloudy with periods of rain this afternoon, maybe a thunderstorm in spots, the high 60.
0: For tonight and tomorrow, cloudy and colder, some light rain at times. Below tonight, 41, the high tomorrow, 48. Saturday, rain during the morning, clouds linger through the afternoon, the high 45. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9.
2: Celebrate the 58th for Cheryl. Playlist of the day here on Southern Fried Sports. Travis Ryder Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com with you each and every weekday morning from 11 a.m. until noon. Thanks again to Bob Carlton of AL.com for joining us. What about it, Jacob Harrison? And you're a South Alabama guy, so uh, it can be a seafood dinner from the Gulf down there or a barbecue dinner. In the state of Alabama, which one are you taken? You got to pick one. Well, no, it, it's seafood all day long. <laughs> I figured
1: you, you get yeah. out there on the causeway. You go to Ed's or the Oyster House or Bluegill mm-hmm. or, or Felix's. Any of those places down there, man. That it, it what you blows getting? everything what else you out getting? of the water. What's I, the go-to? Well, see, I usually get whatever's going to get me the most fried seafood. So <laughs> <laughs> if I can get a little bit of everything, plus a little gumbo on the side, you know, Oof. stuff like that, I'm ready to go, man.
2: It's tough for me, man. It's really, really tough. I think I'm spoiled by the options we have right here locally when it comes to barbecue. And even with seafood, it's incredible how it's picked up. I mean, when we first moved here as a family in 2003, it was Chain or Birmingham, you know, 18, 19 years ago. Now, with the likes of Chuck's and as an association with Chuck's Five, At least I can, at least I know I can get relatively fresh fish from the Gulf, whether that's sushi related, whether that's, well, just a good fried shrimp dinner. I'm a sucker for a legit just fried shrimp dinner. It can be that easy. But if the shrimp is fresh and good, it's hard to beat. It really is. Now, I grew up on the Atlantic coast, so a little different deal over there. Than say the Gulf Coast, but there's crossovers. I mean, flounder, for instance, something as simple as flounder, you take it and stuff it, or you know, do some crab meat with it. And it's hard to beat the fried fish is hard to beat. A good and and that's before we get into the freshwater aspect of the state. You know, the catfish places that you've had historically in this state have been amazing. So, uh, oof, maybe that's why the mortality rate. You ever think of that, maybe, barbecue and fried seafood? Maybe that's something we got working against us. 205-342-9904 is the Peterbrook Chocolates here studio line. you got a big one tonight over at Coleman Coliseum. You do have the Alabama women's basketball team hosting Ole Miss. That's a 6 o'clock tip-off at Coleman. If you can't make it, that game will air on SEC Network Plus. Of course, Roger Hoover going to have the radio call for you, the great Roger Hoover. So he'll have you taken care of on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Alabama women's basketball in solo seventh place currently in the SEC after dropping three straight to ranked opponents. Alabama enters a stretch, though, starting with Ole Miss tonight of three games that are very winnable. Charlie Cream, who is sort of the Joe Lenardi, of the women's bracketology there at ESPN.com in his most recent edition of bracketology for the ladies. He had Alabama standing there still as a seven seed. Need to get some Ws. But still apparently in really, really good shape where the NCAA tournament is concerned. Of course, that would be Alabama's first appearance in the NCAA tournament. On the women's side since 19 ninety nine. Been a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun. Enjoyed the calls. Enjoyed the football, basketball, and yes, s- snapper throat talk here on the program. Where else are you gonna get that type of diversity? That type of That type of combination, huh? It's like one big sports gumbo for you. The lunch whistle speaking of food on a Thursday, how about eat pizza bar? down there in downtown Tuscaloosa at Government Plaza. It is ladies night and the feeling is always right at Heat Pizza Bar downtown Tuscaloosa at Government Plaza. Thanks again to Bob Carlton. Thanks again to Jacob Harrison Harrison for producing the show until 11 a.m. on Friday. Have a great rest of your Thursday everybody.